gonna do us some theme music really quick. <laughs> right as I hit record, thanks for that. Welcome to the Out Loud and Awkward Podcast, where two grown men sit in one man's basement and talk about everything that they love. I am your host, Richard, and with me is my co-host... <clears throat> Christian. There we go. I was waiting for you to say it. I was leaving you in suspense, much like these shows left us in suspense. They did. They did. They take it their time, don't they? Oh, they sure do. All right, so we start this or this podcast off every single time, every week. Well, besides that one recording, we didn't. But what have you been up to this week? So this is the in color segment that's in the past, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was so freaking confused <laughs> for a second. I forgot that that was in Better Call Saul. <laughs> well, I've been binging Wes Craven movies for no reason in particular. Definitely not related to this podcast. Or no, the fact definitely that he's not. a legend. Same, same. I have not either. But the problem is I've seen all the I've seen Hills of Eyes one and two, dog flashback. Last House on the Left. Well, I, that was actually the like cornerstone one of his that I hadn't seen until now. The Last House on the Left. Yeah, like I had seen the remake, but I had never went back to the original for some reason. But I finally got around to that. But I've seen all those Nightmares on Elms. I've seen all the Screams. So for me, I've been going <clears throat> through the niche ones That's that I've kind of always avoided. <laughs> yeah, I I haven't watched very many, but I've been doing the same. I've been going back through and watching all of them that I haven't seen and what I have seen. Yeah. Like Plus, swamp thing. Yeah. That was interesting. Well, that was like a good crossover between like horror and comics. That's true. Not yeah. not the movie, but yeah. just like a good movie to watch for our podcast. Yeah. But we'll, we'll get into that another time. We won't. Another time. What else have you been doing? I've been watching all the Avengers movies. It's been two movies. weeks since we recorded. Yeah. So it's been a minute. You've got you've done a lot. Oh of yeah. Avengers movies, which my god, they've aged terribly compared like the Joss Whedon ones, for more than one reason, haven't yeah. aged well. <laughs> but just as movies take all that director stuff out of it, the Russo brother ones are just really well-made movies that feel True. comic book enough. <clears throat> the first two are special. Yeah, I can I can agree with that. Oh, I've also been watching the Broly movies. You good? Bio Broly? Yeah, no, nah, I was just adjusting. Well, I've already seen that one recently. On <clears throat> Which I love Bob Broly. I don't care what people out there say, but I watched eh. the first couple, and I rewatched the Super, Super One, Bro- Super Broly, or Broly. Yeah. We know you don't gotta. I don't know what it's you don't called. Gotta title it. Uh, yeah, they okay. know what we're talking about. They should. But yeah, I love the Dragon Ball movies. There's a couple I don't like, but for the most part, even the GT movie I liked. That's fair. Is that it? Is that all you've been doing? Oh, I mean, besides, like, She-Hulk came out, and that was good. But I can't think of anything else major I've been watching. I'll probably remember something later and regret not saying it. I mean, we've been watching, obviously, we watched the final of Better Call Saul, which is the topic of conversation today. Uh, But for me, uh, I've been reading Zatch Bell. Yeah. So I'm on chapter 67. 
now. So last time we talked, I was on 30. So I've made it 37 chapters. We're doing it, people. We're really doing it. I've actually kind of gotten into it more now than when I was. So every single time people listen, they're like getting a week-to-week update on how my feelings are of Zatch Bell, which is getting better. But every so often, I'm still kind of on and off of it. Yeah, that's fair. (laughs) Well, look. I mean, no spoilers or anything, but, like, you're basically on the crux of the first real arc. Oh, really? Like, okay. it's not just Battle of the Week forever. There's arcs and storylines that okay, kind of bleed through. Okay, good. That's what I want. Through. Uh, what else? I mean, read the new One Piece chapter, which was golden. Read the new Black Clover chapter, which yes. was so much better than the One Piece chapter. It really was. The One Piece <laughs> chapter was good, but Black Clover is really finally caught up on all my hero stuff because i've been kind yeah. of slacking off on are you it. caught just... up to the days no i don't You'll think always i am be behind. i am i'm always behind uh i know i understand that some people are boycotting it but i don't have <laughs> a problem with what had happened i'm totally okay with it i'm not gonna spoil anything but i'm okay with everything that happened in that last chapter uh what else have i been doing i mean besides watching Wes craven i watched all the spider-man movies nice uh, besides the mcu ones but i watched all of the sam raimi ones and all the amazing spider-man movies okay but did you watch the japanese spider-man i have not i need to what the i haven't frick? gotten a chance uh what else have i been doing oh i watched, I watched howard the duck yeah i'm cutting you off just to uh, say i watched howard the duck and it sucked oh that's another thing that i've been watching you bring that up george lucas uh, I watched a documentary on Disney Plus about the his visual <coughs> effects studio, uh, yeah. industrial light, yeah, light magic, magic. Yeah. and I watched that entire series today. It's really good. That's cool. Well, I get into cool director like, shit, like watching ha- making ups and stuff. That'd be awesome. Like, I want to watch that now. Yeah, because he just created like his own visual effects studio just because he knew no other visual yeah. effects studio would want to do what he did for star wars and i just think it's kind of because going through the documentary like you kind of see like he had a vision that nobody else could see but he didn't know how to really go about doing it and he wasn't a good writer he was just <laughs> a good storyteller yeah but he, terrible at writing he and he a, admits to it like he he's awesome at, at the bare bones of things not yeah. the details which i Setting definitely can relate is what he's good he's good at like coming up with that idea but putting it out there is yeah. kind of that's awesome I'm gonna watch that now <laughs> but it's really cool I enjoyed watching it's on Disney Plus if anybody gets a chance uh, what else what else what else I went and watched basically every single Quentin Tarantino movie this week so I rewatched Reservoir Dogs still loved it oh yeah that's my uh, favorite rewatched his. Pulp Fiction I'm iffy cut out on the it. Bruce Willis scenes and it's good well, no, I, like I, I do scenes. like that storyline, but I don't know. I feel like the movie doesn't tie together as well as people say it does. I rewatched uh, Kill Bill one and two. Still not loved a fan it. of those. Really, ones. See, I still liked it. Um, what else? I watched my Once second Upon favorite. A Time might surprise you. What? Hateful Hate. That one's really good. That, that's the I, one I feel I like people kind of rag it, on, I, but I like I it a lot. Liked it. It was a good western, I thought. I mean, not a lot happened. It was all set in one place, which a lot of Quentin Tarantino stuff yeah. is set in one central spot, and that's mm-hmm. it. Like Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Literally set in a warehouse for most of the movie. <laughs> a lot of Jackie like, Brown is just sitting in rooms. Exactly. So I, I like his stuff. I like what he puts out. Yeah. I understand that a lot of people don't like what he does. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, <clears throat> not for everybody. Uh, 
I've done a lot. Like I said, it's been two weeks. I'm not going to bring up everything. Yeah. I can't think of everything. And They're probably just, already we're, we're not doing an update on the just, Lies podcast. Just to give it an end. How are the duck? Yeah. And not it, it didn't <laughs> suck for the duck. obvious reasons it sucked, okay? That's another thing. It didn't even talk about Howard the Duck in that. But I think, no, he made that after Star Wars because it was in the 90s. It was like late 80s, I think. Was it? Well, yeah. it's after Star Wars. Yeah. But they, he would have went through his little <laughs> light and magic, not even brought up in, at least not yet. Though. It was just too long, though. Like, I thought the first hour in itself was cool. Like, it was, like, dumb, but, you know, in a kind of fun way. Yeah. And then it had, like, five different third acts, and I was like, bruh. I don't remember very much of it, but I remember not enjoying it. So, that's all I have to say on it. I guess I've been raising my son. I know you love when I bring up personal things. Gross. So, personal things getting thrown in your face. Well, when I think of Howard the Duck, the movie, I think of Better Call Saul. Oh, so do I, which is the topic of discussion today. Oh, we're saying goodbye to an era. We are goodbye to a universe. I mean, that's yeah. I don't think he's gonna come back to it. I don't think there's any reason for them to come back to this universe. I think all characters' stories have been basically nicely tied up in a pretty little bow package. So, I mean, the only character I guess they could go back to is Jesse, but I don't need that. I've just I'm happy knowing that yeah. he went where he went. and I'm going to try not to spoil anything right off the gate. So uh, Let's just go full spoilers, just man. Spo- Let, full yeah, spoilers. Yeah, these shows and the movie deserve their honor. I, I think we should just dive in. So, yeah, I don't th- – like. so we're going full spoilers. I don't think that they should go to Jesse and what he's been doing. I don't think Alaska. they will, though. I don't think they should. Cause, but I, I mean, don't think that they're even concerned that. I don't know why you're – I hope not. Are you scared of it? Yeah. That's the thing. They're, I don't think there's Better really Call Saul wasn't there. even just about Saul. It was about Gus and Mike, too. That's true. And Kim and yeah. basically that. Well, like I'm just saying, Breaking of, Bad, if you're going to do spinoffs, you would do Gus, Mike, and Saul, and that show already did all three. Exactly. Yeah, I guess that's true. I can't think of anybody else that we would really want to see more of. I, if they were going to do any more, which I really hope they don't, I would want it to be about Don Eladio. I would like to see Lalo, yeah. Is that what you were saying? No. Don Eladio. Who is The that? guy that did the bell like impersonation oh, in Breaking Bad, he fell into the pool. Yeah, okay. Uh, I think he might be. But, again, I don't want it, but if they're going to pick one character. Because he was the one that was like – he ran the show, basically, but we didn't see a lot of them Yeah, in he was the show. one that was in Mexico that kind of ran yeah. the – the drug ring behind the yeah. scenes. He was like the big boss that they all went to, pretty much. And he basically helped distribute and all of their stuff, I guess, to say. <clears throat> uh, that or I'd, I'd kind of be interested to see what Lalo is up to. But at the same time, I like what they did with his character in this show. Uh, but getting on to what we're here to talk about is the final episode a Better Call Saul, which honestly I think was an amazing wrap-up to this series and to the universe mm. and to the characters. And I want to start off with the question that he asked throughout, which was, if you had a time machine, where would you go? And 
it's just kind of funny that every time he would ask, he never gave a truthful answer. Yeah, he'd play off a joke or something. Yeah, because even the first time he asked the question, which we get a flashback to, I can't remember, I think it was, what, season three? I don't remember what episode it was, but it was when he was moving the money in the desert. I mean, that's like four or five. Is it? I can't remember. It's one of those. But it's with him and Mike. Yeah. And they're sitting on the bags of cash, and Saul asks Mike if he if they took six thousand or some some amount of this cash and invented a time machine, mm-hmm. where would they go back to? And Mike gives uh, one answer. I can't remember exactly what the dates were, but I think one was the killing of his son. Or him killing the people who murdered his son. And then the other one, which was an older date, was like one of the first, first, bribe. first bribes. So I thought that was pretty interesting. And then Saul gets asked the same question, and he just kind of gives a mm-hmm. funny little answer like, "Yeah, I would just go and invest in this company and get rich quick. And I'm just like, why? Like, he clearly doesn't. He's not very honest with himself, which, I mean, has played out through this yeah. whole series that, like, he just kind of lies to get around everything that he needs to get through and doesn't want to tell the truth on anything. I mean, yeah, I don't... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say on that, but... Uh, I mean, I have a lot of different points in my head. We didn't write any notes down for this, so it's just kind of... We're just bareballing it right now. We're just going yep. through Yeah. Uh, I, I will talk about the, because he gets, obviously it's the, like once it jumps, because it starts off the show, like the episode starts with the flashback, mm-hmm. and then we jump back to him in the house talking to, uh, is it Miriam? No. Something like that. And she's obviously hit her life alert, and so he runs yeah. back out, and <clears throat> then he's like, well... Now I have to, like, flee. Like, he's about to try to call the vacuum salesman, get shipped back out of yeah. this area, go find somewhere else to go. Because, I mean, he still had all the diamonds, all the watches that he had stolen from the houses and everything. So he still had all of that stuff that he could fall back onto as mm-hmm. well. And so... <coughs> well, I think but, a lot of that was stuff he already had that he brought with him. Is it? Because I think a lot of it we've seen is in his house over the course of the seasons. Okay. See, I I can't remember very much. I think so. But, I mean, you see him try to flee, and he's trying to basically go and get out. But it's very clear. Because for a second I thought, oh, is he going to get away with this again? Like, is he going to escape? I knew. I was like, Well, the whole chase feels like futile yeah <clears throat> and so then he jumps in the trash can and that's yeah <laughs> the dumpster because isn't that like another thing that had happened to him once before he was like hiding in a dumpster in one of the earlier seasons as Jimmy yes McGill. he was looking for the paper shreddings of those documents yeah and then he slowly for the like sandpiper piece, case? yeah yeah, yeah. <clears throat> so I thought I thought that was like a pretty nice subtle nod to earlier well, in his life. Where well, plus it's just like his lowest point where he's most yeah. in the grime of the crime life. Yes, and it just shows. Yes, and he eventually gets caught. And I want to talk about because I was building up all that because I wanted to talk about him and his negotiation. Well, it, not even that because he actually makes his first phone call and he 
just uses it to call Cinnabon. Which I <laughs> thought it was hilarious. Yeah, because I, I was thinking he's going to call Kim or someone and they yeah. just weren't going to answer. But he calls Cinnabon and just like, hey, sorry, I couldn't make it in. He's a hard worker. <laughs> They're going to have to look for a new manager. Yeah. I won't be coming back. And then we see after that he's in the jail cell. And that, uh, I can't remember what the message was on the wall. My lawyer's going to like kick your ass or something. Something like that. And He has his crawl space moment. Yeah, we, he gets yeah. his, his uh, Walter Wyatt crawl space moment where he just laughs hysterically. Because And the reason I think he laughs is not because he's like, oh, well, I got caught. But it's like, well, this is my element. This is where I do my best work is in a jail. Like, I can get off scot-free on all of this right now. Well, it's interesting, right? Because I feel like Crawl Space is when Walter crossed really, like, Into Heisenberg. Heisenberg. But, and it is but supposed it like, to see this. It's supposed to play off the same way with Jimmy. It's like he's fully embracing this crime version of himself. It's how yeah. it plays off, but it's actually him going back. Back. Yeah, Which I think is we very see, cool. We see him as Gene, who is like yeah. kind of scared and nervous, jump right back at that moment, mm. back to Saul Goodman, the like crooked yeah. lawyer who would do anything to get away with whatever he does. And obviously, like he laughs, and as he's walking to the room, the interview room, we, we see a pretty awesome cameo, which I Dude, did not expect. Dude, it was like expect. a jump scare whenever like, she turned crap. around. For a second, I thought it was Kim because Kim had changed her I hair. I did, too. Yeah, and I was I like, wait, too. that wasn't Kim. Well, I thought and, it was her from the back until yeah. she turned around. <clears throat> and obviously, he's sitting in the uh, room, the interview room, and mm. he just tells them, to bring her I in. know Marie Schrader is yeah. out there. Bring her in. And I was like, oh, my gosh. This is amazing. I did not expect to see Marie in yeah. this. I mean, she is definitely one character that's tied to everything. Well, like, Walter Schuyler and Walt Jr. are, like, the three from Breaking Bad that are, like, you could pull them in, but it would probably be a little pushed. Yeah. But coming this far, even if it is a little pushed, which I think <clears> – <throat> is a tiny tiny bit yeah but it also com- makes complete sense that she would be there Agreed. even if it is pushed the show has earned it so i don't care and it's yeah. awesome to see her i like marie she was annoying saying. but she like was in definitely a way annoying, you but she like, was like a good character yeah like she just fit really well with everything that was going and at the end on. of the day as annoying as she is she is like a tragic character that's true she yeah. did have her husband die in a very tragic way brother-in-law I mean, yeah, screwed her over completely. Yeah, for at least has been lying to her the whole time for what? What was it? Because Breaking Bad takes place over like a year and a half. Is it that what it is? I think so. <clears throat> and so, of course, once he gets into that interview room and calls her in, that's when he turns on the you know the Saul Goodman. Yeah. I also love the name of the episode Saul Gone. Yeah. Because it really plays well with the, the Saul Goodman, yeah. the All Goodman, and so I thought that was pretty cool. But uh, once he gets into that interview room and has her come in, that's when he turns on that Saul Goodman charm, mm-hmm. and it just starts telling whatever story he wants because he knows he's going to get away with it. Mm-hmm. And so we see him like lie, and I think it really plays well into like past episodes. <laughs> Your phone's ding a ding ding. It's Andrew. Yeah, but 
Yeah, my phone's been going off. Let's just lampshade that away before. <laughs> um, but, like, obviously the episode... Was it the episode just before that? No, there was the one before that one where he gets the call from... Um, what was Kim. It? No, not Kim. He gets he calls Francesca. Francesca and Francesca is yeah, telling him everything that goes episode. down, mm-hmm. and she's just like, "Well, um, I forget his name. I was, we were talking about him at the beginning of this episode, and I can't remember his name. But he, he they find his car on the Jesse Pinkman's yeah. car on the border of Mexico. So they think that he's fleed to Mexico, mm-hmm. which I think was a really good nod to El Camino yeah. where we see all of that setup mm-hmm. take place of uh, skinny Pete and Badger, Badger. Yeah. like trading cars, yeah. Badger taking it down to the border. So then Jesse can flee yeah. up to Alaska. So I, I really like that. We know Skylar got her case. Well, yeah. Cause of the ticket that, um, Walter White gave her with the yeah. exact location. Mm-hmm. Cause it was, it was the, uh, well, plus the phone call where he acted like he was making her do everything. Yeah. Like he went off on her. <laughs> while the cops listen that's true i forgot about that um but then we see because she gave he gave her the location of the like yeah. powerball ticket yeah and so i thought that was because they had brought up that and everything <clears throat> and then we get you know but he brings up all of that stuff saying that jesse's still out there that jesse because he basically was saying that the whole time he was doing all of this he was scared for his life that they were going to kill him. Yeah. And so because of him lying like that, the way that Saul Goodman does. Yeah. You know, I mean. Uses whatever he's got. To get out of whatever situation he's in, he gets an amazing bargain. Because what does he get? Like seven years yeah. or less with like good behavior. He gets to pick his cell uh, cell or his prison that he goes to because he was picking the North Carolina mm. one because it has like a golf course on it and I was like this is incredible like it just shows like how good of a lawyer he actually was yeah if he just didn't lie all the time <laughs> like but that's what he was good at was the lying part and so it was just insane that he was able to basically get that amazing kind of plea bargain but then he kind of screwed himself. Because then he, for some Blue Men ice cream, which is a good callback to one of the earlier seasons where he constantly wants to get the Blue Bell Mint ice cream. And you remember he drops it on the sidewalk because, what was it? Nacho pulled up. Yeah, Nacho pulled up and pulled them into the car and he drops it on the sidewalk. And all the ants get all over it, yeah. Uh, So I thought that was a pretty cool, like, subtle nod to an earlier season. Yeah. which I think this show and Breaking Bad in general does a really good job of like pulling. Is stuff it a in. nod though, or is that just an ice cream he likes? I mean, it's an ice cream he likes, but I it, seeing that it made me think of that earlier episode with the Blue Bell Mint ice cream. Yeah. And so I just like that. It's probably not a reference, but to me, it's like a cool little thing. Hey man, <laughs> well that's like Vince Gilligan and Peter Gould's like whole thing is take stuff how you want it. Yeah, I guess that's the information's true. presented and they're not gonna tell you one way or the other how to perceive it. That's true. Uh <clears throat> but he he asked for some of that ice cream for the truth 
on what happened to our boy, our lovely boy, Howard Hamlin. But it's too late. <laughs> but it's too late because Kim, in literally the last episode, had already went yeah. and confessed to Albuquerque uh, Department, uh, the Drug Enforcement Agency, and she confessed to Howard's wife. Yeah. And so basically because of him saying if he had just given up and taken what he had gotten that's the other thing that always gets solved he pushes he he pushes his limit too far because i was sitting there watching that episode and once he asked for that blue bell mint ice cream i went oh no he's just messed up Mm. he's asking for too much and is going to push his luck now and he pushes his luck and it kind of gets Kim in some trouble now. So now it's it's him and Kim against what it all is going on. And so it's just, it it's pretty insane how everything kind of gets wrapped up. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'm trying to think. <clears throat> you can also talk. It doesn't have to be just. I know. <laughs> you're just listening to me. Well, I'm, I'm putting I, out all I the definitely points. just want to. Well, because I feel like right now we're just kind of breaking down the story, and I think they know the story, you know. Yeah, we I guess that's true. We should just give our opinions. I you, love oh, the episode. You can break it down as much as you want. I'm just we gotta actually toss in opinions. Oh, I'm trying I guess to. That's true. I'm trying to think of good ones. But so I'm just kind of letting you go. I'll just jump to the back end of the uh, episode where he's in the law yeah. room and. Obviously, he tells the truth on what all is happening, which I thought was the best choice that he could make. And the fact that at that moment, or actually right as as they said that Kim would be in trouble, he flipped. Because we saw him go from Gene back to Saul. Mm -hmm. And then when they said Kim was going to be in trouble, he flipped from Saul back to Jimmy McGill. Like we saw that transition back to who he was and who he needed to be the whole time. Well, and it's realistic. It's not like he just decided to no, flip it's a switch after years and years of being one way and progressively getting worse. Well, it's because he never... Because, I mean, after Kim left him, which was correct... Yeah. <laughs> I mean, she should have left because that whole situation that they were in was terrible. She's the Walter White that stopped after killing Crazy Eight. Yeah, that's true. Like, if he had just stopped right there left it all behind True. I think they'd be similar they'd be like you really messed up and went too far yes. but at least you knew when to stop exactly and so I mean he it's like he never came to terms with what he was doing wasn't right Yeah. but he was just doing it for money because that's kind of what he's always been doing and that falls back in yeah. line with that first question the time machine because he would go and invest to have more cash and so it's just kind of like, okay, clearly this whole time he's just been doing it for cash mm-hmm. and money and to basically get not fame, but just to not be looked at as a joke. Which, well, I mean, as Saul, he was still always looked at <laughs> as a joke. But go ahead. Well, Chuck and Kim were gone, and yeah. his law history was so screwed up that he just kind of went the best way that had already been presented by Nacho and Lalo and Gus and Mike. He just took it all the way. That's true. Because he's stupid. But I love... thank God he is. Yeah. But I love that he confessed the truth, got Kim off. She didn't get in trouble for... I mean, I guess technically Howard's wife could still press charges if she wanted to. We don't know what happened there. 
which I'm okay with not knowing. It's your yeah. own thing. I love that he like took responsibility, and at the end he said that he wasn't Saul Goodman, that he was Jimmy McGill, and that's who he always should have been. And also, I love the like pan up towards the exit sign when he talks about his Dude, brother Chuck and, you hear and the, the drone. Hit. Yes, that made he, me happy. It's, it's kind of like this is what he like Chuck had been hearing this whole time. <laughs> and yeah, so I kind because it also refers back to. Uh, the season five mm-hmm. where they're in the courtroom case where Jimmy's trying to get his uh, law license back. Do you, you remember what I'm talking about? And they like pan up at an exit sign and you can see Chuck sitting at the witness stand. I don't know if you know what I'm even talking about. Was it when Chuck was still alive? Yeah. When Chuck was still alive. So it would have been like season three though. Cause I think. Oh, he did. I forget so yeah. much. Cause I flew through well, it pretty fast. I want to, I wouldn't be able to remember either if I hadn't just rewatched a lot of it. There you go. But, I mean, overall, I loved everything about the series. I know it's not everybody's cup of tea because it's definitely a lot slower yeah. than Breaking Bad. Like, Breaking Bad hits a lot harder and a lot faster, and it's mainly all, like... Well, it has the gun shot. Breaking Bad, to <laughs> me, works... If you want just shallow... Not shallow, but, like, on the surface action and yeah. drama and stuff, which absolutely nothing wrong with that. If that's how you want it, then, I mean, that's just your how you like it. Yeah. It's got that. It's got the explosions and gunfire and arguments and backstabbings and stuff. But if yeah. you like, like deeper symbolism and, like, the way Walter constantly picks up attributes of the people he kills but it doesn't shove it right in your face it's just yeah. there if you want to see it <clears throat> it's got both it works on both levels i think better to call saul the later seasons have a lot of the same gunfire and explosions and stuff but not not as streamlined yeah so better call saul is definitely more on the undertone side which took a while for me to get used to, but I definitely still love the oh, show same. overall. Like the first season, with anybody who decides that they want to go into Breaking Bad, the first season, or not Breaking Bad, but Better Call Saul, it's definitely not the same. Like if you're expecting Breaking Bad in Better Call Saul, you you're not gonna enjoy it. Like look you at won't it, enjoy it until like season four. Exactly. Like look at it as its own thing. Like, yeah. This is the story of Jimmy McGill, not Saul Goodman. Well, it's got it's got the clever music. It's got the montages. Yeah. It's got the editing. It's got all the of, characters that you love. Yeah. It's got the characters. It's just they're not the same. Yeah. As you know them. This they is not Die they, Hard too. Yeah. It's who it's they the were. Exact same. And so I kind of like I kind of like that that. You kind of get these look at mm-hmm. these characters that we had never really seen before. You kind of see who they were before who they became, in which some of them were kind of already there. It just took a certain thing to happen, yeah, for that side of them to be unlocked. I mean, it's kind of the same as Walter. Like that evil, like him being Heisenberg was always in there, but until the cancer and everything happened. That was when he unlocked it. Like, mm-hmm. that's when he fully started to transform into Heisenberg. And, I mean, we see the same with, like, Jesse Pinkman. Like, he started out as, like, this crappy drug head character who basically had given up on, like, everything. Yeah, but he had the potential, like him making that box. and Yes, and, and then we slowly see him change into who 
he could have been yeah. from the beginning, which, I mean, he still never got the best side of the coin or anything. Like, no. He still, he still got, like, the crap end of the deal and everything, but he made his way He suffered enough. Yes. He didn't have to die or get caught <laughs> to be able to get a peaceful, like, get a yeah. good end to redeem himself. One thing that always throws me off is the fact that they originally were going to kill Jesse Pinkman At the end of the first season, And I'm just yeah. like, wow, that would have been insane if, like, yeah, he wasn't there at the end of the story. Because I felt like Jesse was such, like, a vital point to most of the story, like, later in the show mm-hmm. than, like, beginning. Because, obviously, like, later in the show, like, he learns how to cook Heisenberg's meth. Like, he learns the exact, like, he doesn't know that he kind of copies it. But he knows what to do. Well, the evil just gets more and more potent as the seasons go on. So you gotta have somebody the there that kind of. That's what I'm saying about yeah. Breaking Bad. Is like Walter gets worse, Skyler gets worse, Hank gets. They all that's become true. more and more. So you kind of want somebody there that's a good juxtaposition that gets a little better. Yeah, and Jesse kind of did. Jesse and Nacho are like weird characters that kind of be start off as punks and like kind of bad and annoying, but kind of become the heart of the show as it goes That's on. True. Yeah, because I mean, Better Call Saul does that as well. Like later yeah. seasons, like it gets like super deep yeah. characters. But I will say, like, I love the Better Call Saul series. I don't like it as much. No. As Breaking Bad, but, but it's definitely I like it in a different way. Yeah, well, to me, Breaking Bad is like the best show that will ever exist. Oh yeah. So I Better Call Saul, I never expected it to be as good, but the fact that it as a prequel is as good as it is and it is a testament. Like, I feel like it doesn't have too many weird things that happen that make that contradict what happened really in the Breaking Bad series because I mean in the Breaking Bad series we don't see that much of Saul Goodman and yeah we just see he's just this sleazy well there's I know on the podcast they mentioned there's like a Saul Goodman bible of everything he said and referenced in Breaking Bad so they didn't contradict stuff really yeah I didn't know that that's pretty cool so so then they didn't try to contradict that's yeah see I like that that they pay attention to what's going on that they don't try Mm-hmm. Without like looking about, looking back on everything that had happened, <clears throat> but overall, I love the series. I love the final. I think everything wrapped up really well. A lot of character stories. Some of it to me was cringe, like the bus to the prison scene where oh, they all yeah, where they start chanting yeah, soul. Yeah, I didn't like that. Either. Well, I get what it was going for, where it it's like he doesn't want to be acknowledged as soul anymore, but he's being forced because he has to pay for exactly the crimes. Because I mean, you look at Saul and especially Gene, because Gene was like the worst version. I'd say he just didn't wasn't as bad for as long. But Saul was still telling Walt to kill Jesse and kill yeah, Hank and kill Badger. Yeah, because remember the first time he meets him, he goes, "Do you, if you the mosquitoes." buzzing around you you don't kill the mosquitoes lawyer you kill the mosquito yeah he was still trying to get hits done so it's not like saul was a benign character that was just indirectly helping well and he even says that uh when he first got involved with walter and jesse and the whole meth businesses when he first started he was scared 
of what was going to happen. But then he saw the potential. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, okay, well, this guy's, like, obviously, like, a sleazy. Yeah. Guy. Like, also, and then, like, in this episode, or in this final episode, like, he, I love the fact that he was like, if I wasn't Walter, or if I wasn't Heisenberg's lawyer, he would have been dead in a week. Yeah. Like, he would have been caught and dead and he wouldn't have built up the empire that he did. It's because of me that Heisenberg is who he is. And I was just kind of like, you know, it's kind of true. Yeah. If he didn't meet Saul, then Saul wouldn't have introduced him to Mike. And Mike wouldn't have introduced Gus to Walter. And, like, that whole... Saul's the one that got Gus and Walter hooked up. So that's even more to yeah, your point. Exactly. Well, because well, Saul didn't know who Gus was. Yeah, he did. No, he didn't. Yeah, he did. No, he He's literally he knew a guy who knew uh, a guy. Yeah. But he didn't know but who But Mike's was. not... Because Walter didn't even know Mike and Gus knew each other for a good bit. So it's still all through Saul that all this yeah, bad I stuff's getting true. hooked up. <clears throat> but I just thought, like... I mean, because it's kind of true that if it wasn't for Saul... Yeah. Heisenberg wouldn't have... Like, he would have still been yeah. around, but he wouldn't have been as large as he was and he probably would have been caught a lot sooner well plus it's just (laughs) awesome that walter is like such a hanging or in the air force in the series finale better call Saul, because it's almost like feels like a comic book or star wars kind of thing where it's like there's all these legacy characters in the world but like it's the real world you know it's just like normal ass people but walter started this universe he did so to for him to still be so relevant (laughs) in this prequel series is awesome. Yeah. And I mean, I mean, there's very subtle differences in like the main character, Walter White and Saul Goodman, but they're yeah. still like both of them in a way are looking for respect. It's just, they have two very different ways about going yeah. to get that respect, and but are both bad. Yes. Both, both ways of getting it is terrible. Um, but I think if you're looking for more in that universe, I mean, you got podcasts that you can listen to. You got the mini series that are yeah. On all the webisodes are awesome. All Breaking <laughs> Bad and Better Call Saul Insider podcasts are awesome. Um, see, I haven't listened to any of those, and so I probably thought I think I probably should go through and just listen to give those a little listen. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think if you're looking for some more Breaking Bad, I would give Better Call Saul a shot. I mean, yeah. it's definitely, don't go into it expecting Breaking Bad, but just expect later on that you're going to get, if you put in that time, you're going to get a pretty good payout near the end. You had a big OE on there, you tired, I know. buddy? I just got off work. <laughs> I opened, so yeah, I'm kind of tired. Hey, I also got off work. Yeah, but I'm a little bitch. Oh, okay. Well, that's fair, I guess. Um... But I mean, and if you have, if you're listening to this and you haven't went through and listened to or watched Breaking Bad, Dear I God, definitely please. recommend watching Breaking Bad and just giving Better Call Saul a shot. But I don't, I don't think that if you if you get into it and you don't like it, I would, I understand. Well, there are people who like Better Call Saul more. <laughs> really? Yeah. See, I'm not. I I like Better Call Saul. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it's as good as. Well, plus, there are people out there who have only seen Better Call Saul. Really? Yeah. Wow. See, that, that's pretty crazy to me. I didn't expect that. But I have nothing else to say. I mean, you can add in whatever you want. Uh, well, just going back to that bus scene, 
Oh, you I want just, to talk about that some more. Peter Gould is really, really good at what he does. I mean, he's part of the reason Breaking Bad was so great. He's a big part of the reason why Better Call Saul is so great. But I think in some scenes, he maybe just goes too far into what he's trying to say. Yeah. And to me, that was like a weird way to have him be called, like have that portrayal of Saul not being able to get away from one of his identities even yeah, though he's trying it's to. It's constantly going to be around yeah. him because he was such a big figure that most criminals know who yeah. he is. To me that was just a weird way to play it but I mean that's not going to break yeah. the momentum of the finale for Well me. I think another thing was I mean obviously he would not ever be able to get away from that but also in a way he's going to this prison he probably isn't going to get hurt or anything. I mean, he's just going to be stuck there forever. Like, he's never going to get out kind of thing. And actually, I did want to bring up something else. I liked when Kim showed back up to... Also, I don't like what Kim was doing after everything, after Hmm. she had left. She was, like, living a very boring, mundane life where she didn't like to make decisions or anything. And there's nothing wrong with that life, even though... It's described as like boring. Yeah. It's just obviously not what she wanted. I mean, yeah, no, but and it shows because she goes and signs up to be an assistant at a local office. Yeah. Uh, local, uh, not really a lawyer office. I don't know what to call it. Just volunteering, yeah. just to feel like she's doing anything doing helpful in terms of the law. Yeah, and so I kind of like that. And then, but when she shows back up in the Albuquerque prison and she says that her license doesn't have an expiration date in Albuquerque so that's how she was able to get in plus her hair is a little different which I mean obviously that's partly to show like time has jumped but also she's kind of bridging the gap of those two lives yeah when she first showed up I thought that she had just went back and got her license again but no she was just like no my my license in Albuquerque just doesn't have an expiration date so she was able to walk in but I was expecting her to have her license back. Yeah. Um, but I love that they shared a cigarette against the wall. Which yeah, just like in the first season, parking garage. Yeah. Yeah. And first so, episode because she lights the cigarette and then they both mm. share that cigarette against the wall and they just talk. And he now doesn't have seven years in prison, but what eighty four? Yeah, something like that. And maybe less if with good behavior, but we know that. I'll be honest. In my head, he just stays in jail the rest of his time. That's what I was thinking. And then we get that one final, you know, look. See, that to me was also a tiny part of the cringe. See, I didn't mind that because it was kind of like Saul at this point is saying like goodbye like he knows that he's stuck in here like he's not getting out like this is my yeah like, yeah i mean yeah and then he does oh my god I, go ahead talk but to me it just went like the little bit bit too long like See, i loved it for me it would have been awesome if they shared that cigarette and then kim walks out and the final shot of the show is just Jimmy leaned up against the wall in jail by himself, like in that cell. I don't know. I love the final shot of him doing his own. See, the finger gun thing to me was so cringy. It, like it. to me, that was just too. Or even a good shot would have been where it's like Jimmy is behind the gate and Kim's on the outside and they're looking at each other. That would have been good. But the whole 
her walking away and then it's like her pov of him and he does it and then it flicks back and forth that to me was just like too long I too mean, mu- a little I bit too much a little long but i still enjoyed it i love that he did the little finger guns one last time yeah because it was like because she kind of liked that weird goofy side that he had yeah and so it was kind of like this is this is goodbye i guess kind of thing i don't know i enjoyed it i understand why you wouldn't yeah but that's just me nitpicking <laughs> but overall i love the final yeah nice wrapped up for almost all the characters i think everything tied up really well i was sad to not see gus in the finale but also that bar scene was the perfect way yeah, to leave was, him off he was, he was good he was yeah good we got to see mike we got to see walt chuck and jimmy i didn't really need anything else that's true he pulled in the his lawyer buddy, which they were never really oh, buddies, yeah. and I still don't fully understand why. <laughs> I think because he just needed somebody that yeah knew who he well, was. Well, I, under- I guess I just don't understand why he would bring him to the final one when he knew he was gonna botch unless that was like a final fuck you to that guy. <laughs> I will say what made me laugh the most in this scene is when he stood up and said can i get out of this case yeah that was well i always loved that guy because he just had funny ass ways of saying things he was always like he was a good lawyer but always got the crap end of everything yeah and so i thought that was pretty funny but yeah i have nothing else to say it was a great universe and i'm sad i mean i've completed this universe i've watched all three of the big titles i've watched all the episodes listened to all the podcasts read the comics watched slipping jimmy i have nothing left uh i enjoyed it i enjoy the universe i'm glad i wouldn't want them to really go back and do anything no we don't need any more just leave it alone i think if they tried to do too much then then that's when I'm going to be like, oh, well, now this is not as... I mean, I'll probably still enjoy it. I said that with, you know, Prey, and then I saw that TikTok earlier today, and I was <laughs> like, yeah, that'd be a pretty cool Predator movie. Uh, I'm not bringing that up, but... Uh, I don't know. I just wouldn't want to see anymore. I think this is this is good for this universe. And yeah. it's stuff that I could honestly... I could go back and rewatch. Oh, Breaking I have. Bad. I basically am right now. I'm watching... <clears throat> If you guys like reaction stuff, Brandon likes movies on YouTube. He's an awesome reactor. And he's done Breaking Bad, Better Call Saul, It's Always Sunny. And he does a lot of movies, obviously. Is that I, the one that did uh, One Piece or is that somebody else? No, he one? hasn't done anything anime. Oh, okay. He, I like him a lot, though. He has... I, I've been ever since Bear Call Saul ended. I've been going back and watching his Breaking Bad reactions <laughs> just to feel something again. <laughs> oh man, but make sure you guys subscribe so these episodes will download. And yes, you can be reminded. Uh, make sure you follow our socials, which are out loud and awkward. That's an ampersand. That is not the and a n d at gmail. Well, Wait, no, 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 no. Sorry, we're doing socials. Sorry, we're doing socials. It felt weird saying the email stuff, and <laughs> I, I realized I why. Out loud and awkward ampersand. Yeah, that's on Instagram, Twitter and, Twitter. and Instagram. Yeah. Um, make sure you check those out and follow those to keep updated when we yes. post. Uh, you can email us on your opinions of Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad, the whole universe, your thoughts on it, and, and Bio Broly, and Bio Broly, and Morbius. 
Yeah, I'd love oh, to hear some more. Oh, that's another movie I watched. Not you watched? Ah, no. no. damn it. <laughs> no. Fuck off. No, I watched the uh, Everywhere Everything All, or oh, Everything yeah. Everywhere all at Once. I like that. That movie's great. Um, but Just saying, I wish I'd watched it at theaters. I wish I had supported it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but make sure you email us your opinions and everything. And if you have ideas at outloudawkwardpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, I make sure to check that out all the time. Uh, if you have anything that you want to tell us, just email it there and I'll answer it. Oh, another thing that I wanted to bring up was I just want to give a shout-out to our one Belgium listener that has downloaded every single episode. So that's pretty awesome. I like that we you have You are that a lesson. Of, I like that Legend. we have reach. You're not a lesson. You're a good lesson. You're a lesson to others. To... I think it's pretty awesome that we've kind of reached outside of the U.S. Yeah. So that's pretty awesome. I love that. Um, Even if you're just listening for a meme, yeah, I don't that, care. Yeah, that kind of thing. I'm fine with it. Yeah. I don't care. That's pretty awesome. Uh, but, yeah, make sure you guys check it out. But we will see you. Well, not see you. You'll hear us hmm. in the next episode. So peace out, everybody. Better call Saul. Did that make it in?